What's up, One Broke Actress listeners? Sam here. Real quick before today's episode gets started, this episode is all about what happens on set, and I throw in some terminology here and there of words that you will commonly hear on set. But I wanted to let you guys know I also have an entire actor dictionary that is available at OneBrokeActress.com. This is 22 pages of terms you'll hear on set and in auditions and in other places in and around the business. So if this is something new to you or just a topic that really interests you, just make sure to go to OneBrokeActress.com slash shop. Check out the dictionary. It's $30 and every single time it gets updated in the next one year, five years, 10 years, however long we update it for, you will always get the next updated copy for free once you purchase it. So onebrokeactress.com slash shop, get yourself your actor dictionary. Okay, let's get to the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the One Broke Actress podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learn in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, bringing you today's solo episode. Today's episode is something I wish I would have been told so long ago because today we are talking about what actually happens on a set and not like you are going to be acting and this person's going to be directing you. No, no, no. We are getting into the minutia of you get to set, you find this person, you sign a piece of paper. So why are we talking about this? Those of you who've been on a thousand sets, you know this like the back of your hand. It's like driving a car. You don't even have to think about it when you do it. Those of you who might not have been on a set for a while, a few things have changed with COVID. But most of all, for my listeners who are me just a few years ago, you have no idea what the fuck happens on a set and you wish someone would just tell you so when you show up, you didn't feel so green. There is so much power in knowing what to expect when you go somewhere And in acting, it is just such a crapshoot. So today we are going to go over those steps so you can feel more empowered when you get on set and you can worry about doing your job to the best of your abilities instead of worrying about, where am I going from here? Who do I talk to? So a couple of caveats to this. I have only done co-stars and guest stars. I have not been a series regular. I have not been a lead except in movies. And those were all very low budget indie movies. So... This list changes a little bit when you are in higher positions on the call sheet. However, we are going to stick to just the average run-of-the-mill co-star, guest star, day in the life on a set. So first of all, when you are listening to this, congratulations on booking. Whether you are about to book something, you just booked something, or you booked something a long time ago, massive congrats. Now let's go to fucking set. So before you get to set... You are going to have been arranged to have COVID tests. Sometimes you'll have two before you get to set, and sometimes you'll just have one. You will often have a wardrobe fitting that is not on a shoot day, and you'll get to set and get going. If you have a wardrobe fitting that is on your shoot day that you show up and they're going to be fitted on set, it's most likely a smaller co-star. It's not that big of a deal. Don't stress. They didn't do that because they don't want to see you or they don't want to pay you for it or whatever it is. It's just because time constraints and dollar constraints. So... The night before you are supposed to be on set, you will get an email that will contain the call sheet. This will be your mecca on set. It will contain all of the names of the people you're going to interact with. It'll tell you where to be, what time to be there, when to park, and what order you are shooting your scenes in. Save this puppy to your phone. I highly, highly recommend, just so you have it. This email can come 
earlier in the day, the day before, maybe mid-afternoon, but most likely you're going to get this email in the evening. Oftentimes, if you were coming in in the middle of a shoot, you're going to get it late at night because the night before when they wrap all of the stuff they did that day, they are going to then decide what the call times are for the lead actors who have been there the previous day because SAG rules, they have to give them a certain amount of time off before they go back to work. And hopefully we give IATSE a really good sleep before they come back to work and we all get up the next day and follow the call sheet. So if it is 6 p.m. the day before you are booked on a job and you have not received the email yet, relax. It's coming. I am the first person to say, oh my God, it's it's 8.30 and I go to bed at 9. Where's my call sheet? And the second I email my agent, the call sheet shows up in my inbox. And then I have to email back my agent and say, please disregard. Never mind. No one's keeping the call sheet from you. I promise you, they want you to be at work just as bad as you want to be at work. You will get it the night before your shoot. Study it. Make sure you know exactly where you're supposed to be and at what time. And plan to get there 10 to 15 minutes early because parking is not always on site. The place you will be getting ready where the trailers are and the hair and makeup is, that will be called your base camp. You will see on it, you will have base camp and there will be cast and crew parking. Make sure you check all of this. Double check all of this. I have to read a thing like 17 times before I understand what it says. And sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and double check it just because I am an Enneagram type three. So once you know exactly where to be, prep your day around that time, plan to be there early and get a good night of sleep. You get up in the morning, do whatever you got to do before you go to set. You show up on set, you park where you're supposed to park, and then you walk to base camp. This is where it's going to differ. Those of you who have been extras before... Normally, you will check in with your extras captain. There'll be a lot of you kind of just hanging out. When you are there for a co-star or guest star or some sort of other role, if it's a movie set, if you are a supporting role, then you are going to get to base camp and you are going to check in with a PA. A PA is going to let you know exactly which trailer is yours. It might be take a second to find them, by the way. Sometimes they're signing in other actors. They're very busy. They have a lot of tasks, but you will see them walking somewhere around base camp with a clipboard. If you can't find them, you can go to the available person that you see and you can say, hi, do you know where talent checks in? Don't feel weird calling yourself talent. I remember the first time I said it, I was like, what an asshole. But I swear to God, that's what that's what you are. That's how they define you on the call sheet. You will say, do you know where talent checks in at? They will let you know. COVID caveat, a lot of times you are going to first get a COVID test before you go anywhere. They oftentimes will take your temperature, ask you the COVID questions, and take your COVID test, and then you will be sent off. So make sure you read your call sheet and you know what order you are doing this. So once you find your PA, you're all checked in. They're going to show you to your trailer. Dun-da-da-dun. Every actor's dream, a trailer with their name on it. The name is going to be on a piece of tape with Sharpie on top, but it is still the most glorious thing you've ever seen, and it never gets old. Your trailer is going to be one of a few sizes. It'll probably be small. Sometimes you'll have uh, just a little tiny split off room and sometimes you'll have a whole bathroom and a whole couch situation. So you'll check into your trailer. There will often be wardrobe hung inside of your trailer already. And then on the desk in your trailer, whatever that means, there will usually be a contract and a little small version of the call sheet and today's sides. This contract, sometimes if you've been on set multiple times, you will still sign a contract even though you've been there multiple days. I was on set once where I was there three days in a row and they had me sign a new contract every single day. I thought it was weird, but whatever. 
the PA will say, hey, just sign your contract and then I'll take you to hair and makeup, typically. Sometimes they say, hey, you can just wait here, we're in holding, and then I will take you into the hair and makeup trailer. So listen to whatever they say and be really nice. Say please, say thank you. They're also at hard work and they also have probably been working a lot of days in a row. So be genuinely nice and kind. Look at your contract. Take a deep breath. This is important. If you have an agent who needs to see a copy of your contract before you sign it, make sure you take a picture with your phone and send it to your agent. If you are unrepresented or you have an agent who doesn't seem to care about this or it's not a conversation you had, Take a picture of your contract no matter what. You need a copy for your own files. You need to know exactly what it says. Hopefully, you never have to lean back on it, but sometimes you do. So take a picture of your contract. Make sure it's copacetic with your agent if you need to, and then sign it. Chill out. Oftentimes, you'll just be waiting for a moment. Sometimes you'll get a coffee there. That's kind of nice. Sometimes a water bottle will be waiting. We love those moments. Take a deep breath and relax. Then you'll get a knock on your trailer door. It'll be most likely the same PA. They will ask if you have your contract ready, and they will say, all right, I'm going to take you over to hair and makeup. When they say take you over, they probably mean walk you five feet, but that is their job. If you've not been on a set before, it's going to seem a bit gratuitous how often you are walked from one place to another, but you have to remember that you are expensive and you are an on-set investment. They are taking care of that day, so they are supposed to know exactly where you are at all points in time for longevity, for insurance, for sustainability, and for efficiency. So just let the PA guide you the two feet to the hair and makeup trailer. They'll tell you, this is going to be your hair person, most likely. Sometimes it's makeup first. I usually go to hair first. Don't know why, just do. Learn their names. If you have a really hard time learning a lot of people's names on set, I know you already have the call sheet, but it's also nice if you just take out your phone, open a new note, and write that person's name down and put Meredith, hair. You're about to meet a lot of people in the very short time span, so something about my brain works really well if I write an individual person's name down on a blank sheet of note. So just a little tip for you. I do it for everyone I meet on set. For some reason, I don't know, it really helps me out. So then once you finish hair, you will be taken to makeup. In makeup, obviously, they'll do all their goodies. Sometimes they will want you to change into your wardrobe first between the two based on what kind of hair and makeup, how much you have. They'll tell you exactly what they want you to do, so do not stress. Once you are haired, makeuped, and gotten dressed in your trailer, you are going to wait. You are going to sit and wait. If you are shooting right at base camp, Then they'll come get a PA and they'll get you eventually and they will take you to the set. They will walk you out. If you are shooting elsewhere from base camp, the PA will once again knock on your door, click, 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 open it up. We're ready to go, Sam. They will take you and they will put you in a van with possibly other actors and they will drive this van to set. So the incredibly kind patient people on set who drive the vans are called Transpo. These folks show up to set before other people and they leave after everyone goes home. They are some of the hardest working people, so just be really genuinely kind and nice. If they want to chat with you, sure. If you have an emotional scene you don't feel like chatting, just be nice, say please and say thank you, and sit in the the van quietly. You will want to keep your mask on for this time because the van driver is being exposed to all of the people in and out of the van. So gently keep that mask on. Oftentimes by now you will have been given a face shield so that you don't have to put a mask over makeup. Either way, wear whatever protective gear you are given. Okay, this is the really fun and exciting part. 
You show up to set, you see where you're filming, the thing that you did in your audition or that you pictured by reading the script is really in real life in front of you. And I find it to be absolutely thrilling to see what I pictured versus what is actually there. You are going to be doing one of two things instantly. You are either going to be taken to holding where you will wait because they are still setting up or you will be instantly thrown into a rehearsal. So this is where I want you to know exactly what's going on because I had no idea what I was doing the first time I did this. If you are thrown into a rehearsal, it means the second you step onto set, you and the other actors who are in the scene with you are put into your spots for the shot and they have you run through the lines. There's a good chance you'll just be doing a blocking rehearsal, meaning you'll just be going through the movements of where you're going to do, what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, all that good stuff. But you're also going to act a little bit, right? We're not going to bring the major emotion if it's super deep, but we are going to mark the scene in the spots. Most likely standing around you here is going to be the director, the assistant director, and potentially some producers, maybe a second assistant director. Basically, there will be a group of oftentimes men standing around watching you. Do not be intimidated by this. This is not because they are sizing you up. You already booked the role, so you are there for a reason. They are watching you rehearse to figure out the best place to put camera and lights and the set is working and the props are working and your wardrobe is working and your makeup and your hair. I promise you, these people standing there watching you, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about the 700 pieces that are moving to make this shot possible. So just do your job. You're there. You're chilling. It's all good. Remember people's names. Remember the director's names. The first AD, the first assistant director, will be someone you talk to quite a bit, most likely. So make sure you're cordial and very nice. Once again, say hi, meet them, remember their names. If the producers are there, great. Do not be intimidated by this either. That is also their job. They are there to oversee. Just do what you do. So you run through a rehearsal. You're not going to get a ton of direction here. Sometimes the director will come over and say, so in this scene, basically, and they'll run you through an overview of what you most likely already know. Even if you think you know exactly what's going on in this scene, listen to the director because they have been there at least for this episode for all of the shots. So they know the story they are telling, the plot they are telling. It might have changed since the last time you read the script. So listen closely so you know what is going on and what part of the story you are telling. Even if you are the best script breaker downer in the world, you just never know. And so you have to let the director talk. Sometimes, however... The director will not say anything at all. They'll be like, okay, great. That was great. And you will be moved to holding. I just did a full episode in the Patreon all about being directed on set and different types of direction you will get and sometimes how you will get nothing, sometimes how you will get a lot. Most of these directors are also guest directors. I covered a lot in that episode. So if you're interested, it's patreon.com slash onebrokeactress. But once you have been in your rehearsal, you will then be moved to holding. This is going to be the place where you get to sit in the chair and hang out with the other actors. This is not the lounge. This is not the cozy corner. This is not Gossip Central. This is a place to put your butt so they know exactly where you are between takes. When you are sitting here, you will eventually meet some of the sound crew. They will come over and they will mic you. This means they will put a battery pack on you, they will run a wire, and they will put a lav somewhere inside of your costume. Based on how intricate your costume is, how tight it is, how loose it is, you will get different kinds of mics. I've had ones that strapped inside of my thigh. I've had ones that fit inside of an ankle boot. I've had entire mic packs be strapped around my waist before because there was no like bra to clip them to. They will be extremely kind to you and 
Sound is put in the uniquely awkward position of asking actors to run wires up and across their body parts and layer them in between pieces of clothing, and they have to get kind of intimate with you in settings where they're clipping a mic to the back of your bra, or they are asking you to clip something to the inside of your shirt or the back of your pants. Don't make it weird. Don't make a thing of it. They, this, I guarantee you that this is the least favorite part of their job. So just once again, be a normal human. Let them do their job. Let them know the mic is secure. You're good to go. Once you're mic'd, by the way, hot tip, there's a good chance that people can hear you talking. So not that any of you would be talking shit while you were on set, but don't do it because your mic might be hot and you don't know. You don't know. You just don't know. Have you seen the jinx? You just don't know. If you haven't seen it, watch it on HBO. And now comes the magical part where you wait. That's right. All that prep and now you're going to sit and chill for a second. This is the time when lighting is getting fully set. The cameras are getting positioned if they weren't already. The background actors are then put in place and yet you wait. You might have a chance to touch base with your actors in the scene at this point. Most of them you'll be able to get a vibe whether they want to chat whether they want to run lines, just ask. Also, if you feel like you need to run the scene, ask them, hey, do you mind if we run this really quick? You're going to get a yes. People also want to run the scene. They want to be on top of it. And it's a great place to get the cadence of the other actors and talk about it. It's probably not the best time to instantly jump into long-winded chatter. You also might feel a little awkward because some of the other casts in the scene might know each other really well. And it feels like you're visiting somebody else's party where everyone knows each other. This is where we get to sit back and wait, be cordial, be normal, run the scene if you need to, look at your lines, have a water, chill out, stay roughly in the area that you've been put because you're about to shoot. And as soon as you get a little bit comfortable, all of a sudden it'll go from very chill till, all right, we need the actors in, and they will say, first team flying in, congratulations, if you are on the call sheet, you are first team. Now you might have a marker in place where you're supposed to sit. The chair is probably pulled out exactly where it's supposed to be. Don't move any props. Don't mess with any stuff until you are told you are allowed to. You are in. You are situated. They will do last looks at this point. This means hair and makeup will come in. They will do last checkups on your makeup. They will touch up your hair, maybe a little spray here. Wardrobe will come in. They will pull and tug and make everything look as good as they want it to look. And once last looks are done, you are officially ready. You will then hear the following calls in this order, probably. Cameras rolling. Sound speed. The marker will come in and clap. And action. And you're acting, guys. This is it. That's your big moment. It's everything we built up for and all of the buildup to get to that point. Now, as you start shooting, a couple of things are going to happen. You are going to completely blank on anything you ever learned as an actor, and you are going to forget anything you did in your audition. It's okay. It's okay. Especially if it's your first time on set, it's okay. Take a breath, slow your heart rate down, connect to your partner, And try your best to stay in the moment and stay in the scene. For those of us who have been acting on self-tapes nonstop for the past couple of years, it is wild to all of a sudden be in a scene with lights and cameras and tons of people standing around and tons of people acting with you. It can be very intimidating. Just know you're not alone. Everyone in that scene also wants to get it right. The director also wants to get it right. The camera op wants to get it right. 
The DP wants to get it right. Everyone's just trying to get their job done to the best of their abilities. After you wrap your first shot, don't worry, you're going to do it again and again and again. Very often, footage will start with a wide shot. From the wide shot, they can then move into individual coverage. More often than not, this means the leads will shoot their coverage first, then they will move on to the other actors in the scene. Sometimes this means that us lower on the call sheet folks get our shots in last. As long as you can keep up your energy, I think it's cool because by then I've done the scene 15 times already, so I am very ready. And the last thing you usually do is an insert shot. So if there is an important shot of your hand grabbing a phone or something like that, that would be done last. Now, important thing to remember, a lot of sets have a lot of cameras going at once, so they will get more than one shot at the same time. Be aware and be listening. You will be able to tell where the cameras are pointed. If you don't know, you can ask, hey, what's the framing on this? If it's not you at all, if the cameras are pointing all the way across the room and you can tell they never turn to you, don't worry about the framing. It's not for you in that shot. Just do your best job of acting for the other actors in that scene. Between these setups, there will often be moves for camera and lighting. Therefore, you might go back to your holding area to hang out for a little bit. Do not get lost. Do not wander off. Something I love to do in these moments is sit back and listen. I have learned an entire acting class's worth of information by just sitting on set and listening quietly. Then you'll go back in, you'll shoot more, you'll be out, you'll shoot more, you'll get in and out. You might shoot the same scene for a very long time. It's not weird at all. The director might give you uh, some direction. They might not. It's not always essential for the director to direct the co-star and guest star because guess what? You were picked for this role because you slid into that character so easily. It's so close to who you are and what you brought to the performance. They might not direct you. Not the biggest thing in the world. Do not stress. If a director does not tell you you did an amazing job, it doesn't mean you did a shit job. Please do not put that on yourself. Everyone, like I said, is so busy doing their job, they might not have time to compliment you. As much as we like to think about this as being the most exciting, funnest, best, magical Disneyland day for us, we have to remember most other people on set are just at work. So while we want the praise and validation and the reassurance that we are doing a great job on our special day, a lot of people are just doing their jobs and they might forget in the grand scheme of things to come and give you your love. So once again, if you took the Working Actor Workshop, you know this, you have to find the validation outside of this, right? We are looking to find our validation outside of this. If you are present for a scene, validate yourself. If you feel like you did a good read, another actor bounced off of you really well, validate yourself. We are not looking for outside validation while we were on set. We are doing our job to the best of our abilities. After you wrap your last scene, there is a good chance someone will say, all right, that's a wrap on Sam, and the crew will clap. It always feels weird, especially if you've only been there for a couple of hours to get the crew to clap for you. It's a camera film thing. Everyone claps when it's your last shot. It's hilarious. I don't know. I think it's so funny. You will then be put in a van to be taken back to base camp. Make sure you have all the stuff you brought with you. If you brought a bag with your phone in it and a charger or whatever, grab your stuff. Make it neat and tidy. Grab your stuff. And don't forget to say thank you to all of the people who helped you on set, the actors you met, 
the director, the producer, they'll come give you a high five or a fist bump in the COVID era or whatever it is. They'll say goodbye. They'll say thank you so much. They'll probably say you did a great job or something like that. If they don't, do not stress. But just say thank you. So nice to meet you. So nice working with you today. Don't make it a big hubbubaloo. They probably need to go back to the next scene. Once you get back to base camp, once you get out of the van, you will most likely sign out with the PA who signed you in. This means initialing a sheet that says what time you were there and what time you left, also potentially what time you had lunch. I didn't mention lunches on here, but it's because they're so boring now. You used to go to a tent and you'd sit at a table and sometimes it felt a little like high school, like you were picking who you sat with, but now you break for lunch and you are sent back to your trailer and you are brought a box of food. It's, it's kind of lonely now, but that it is what it is. That's where we're at with COVID. So you'll sign this sheet with the PA that says when you were there, when you left, your lunch, anything like that. You will then go back to your trailer and you will change out of your wardrobe. Please leave your wardrobe nicely however you found it. If it was hanging up, just hang it back up. Take the extra two minutes and hang it up for the wardrobe crew. It's just a nice gesture and showing that you're a professional who doesn't just throw clothes on the ground that they are going to have to eventually steam and clean and take care of later. Once again, just a nice way to show up. After that, you'll pack your bags, you'll check and make sure you dot all your stuff out of the trailer, and you'll peace out. That's it, folks. That's the whole shebang. That's a day on set. Now, I am sure I left some things out of this. I am sure you have further questions. If you do, I will put up a corresponding Instagram post with this podcast, and I will ask you guys to just leave your questions and comments there because I know not all sets are exactly alike and not all experiences are the same. So if there's some common things, you're like, oh, Sam, she missed this part and it happens on every set or it's happened to me a lot, please share it with us. I love this information. This knowledge is so powerful because you're not flying so blind. It's like showing up to your first class in freshman year of high school when you already toured the school. It is just one more thing to give you power in a job where so much is unknown. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it gave you a little bit of information you might not have had before. If you liked it, do me a huge favor. Drop a five-star review. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow if you listen on Spotify. And follow me on Instagram at One Broke Actress. If you guys want more of this type of content, I've been doing a lot of this for the Patreon. Like I said, you can find it at patreon.com slash actress. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week.